guys, it's Michelle here from Time Out with Michelle. How are y'all doing? I'm doing well. Um, I know it's been a minute. Um, it's been a couple months actually, but today I have um, an interview with an artist here at ECU. And I wanted to be sort of like a little comeback episode, just, you know, an interview and stuff. So I'm going to have him introduce himself real quick. What's good, Josh? For you? AKA for the misfit, AKA me. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. So you can drop your social media handles and then I'm going to drop in the podcast description. They can follow you and everything. Okay. Yeah. So all of my social media handles are the same. It's for T H E M I S F I T. So for the misfit. You know what I'm saying? But when you see me in person, just be like, what's good, folks? Yeah. Yeah, we're here. <laughs> All right, cool, cool, cool. So let's just get into this interview. So the first question I want to ask is, who is Andrew slash 4AM? Like, just tell us where you're from, what do you study at ECU, tell us about your family, and where did the name 4AM come from? All right, so... That's great. <laughs> um, well, Andrew is... Everybody is the person that everybody knows. You know what I'm saying? It's the super chill, super relaxed, just vibe. But 4 a.m. is like my creative side. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's the it's the emotions that I felt like I couldn't get out. You know what I'm saying? As either somebody well, when I was younger or um, just current. You know what I'm saying? It's just this and the third. But then there's for the misfit. Mm-hmm. He's scary. You know what I'm saying? He But he gets everything done. He 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 real linear. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um I studied communication at ECU. You know what I'm saying? I was a marketing major, but that it won't fit me. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um I'm from North Carolina, North Carolina. And nobody knows where that is. Um it's literally like at the top of North Carolina. Okay. So like twenty minutes from Virginia type vibe. Okay. Okay. And uh, you said where it came from, where the name came from, or you yeah. want to go on family first? Um, uh, go on the family first, and then where the name came yeah. from. Yeah. So either way, the music comes into it. Um, like I was raised in a mostly female household. Mm-hmm. Uh, just me and my brother, and my mom, and my grandma auntie you know um but we was always like super into church or my grandma was super into church i was okay. not super into church okay. um but she she forced me to get on the choir mm-hmm. so yeah and then yeah and then after that i was like i don't want to sing church hymns i don't yeah, want to I make see. my own music okay so yeah so that's where all of it really started like just being my grandma telling me, no, you're not going to be an R&B rap artist, whatever you want to call it. You could be a gospel artist. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that, grandmother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel that. Okay. All right. So since your um, grandma pushed you, you know, into like choir and everything, like mm-hmm. what really got you into music? What was like, okay, now I want to make my own. Like, this is what I want to do. Real talk. It was her telling me that I couldn't do it. Really? Yeah, she said that okay. I couldn't do it. And, like, it's a lot more. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to tell you that later. 
yeah. some personal stuff because <laughs> but like you know um, being constantly told that no you're going to do what I want you to do yeah. is like motivation for you yeah okay. I'm, I'm very stubborn you know okay. what I'm saying so it was just like don't 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 do that don't do that because now I'm going to show you and now you feel me come here okay okay I see so talk about your first song you ever wrote <laughs> the first song I ever wrote I was six years old okay and again it goes back to my grandma telling me I can't <laughs> but I would say the most influential song I wrote was like when I was like 15. 15, okay. That it kind of catapults me into the into the the frame of mind of like, yo, you can actually do this. And I don't have that song no more. But I want to do a remake of it and I'm putting it on the 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 new project. The new project coming out, okay. So I just got to get a new beat for it, but it was, it was like, um, dirt road days, man, can you feel it, nigga? Behind these on the frames, it's hella feelings, nigga. Anxiety, pressure, and hella killings, nigga. The fuck is you doing? I'm gonna raise you better. It's a cold ass world, so you might buy a sweater. You fuck your girl over, she don't find one better. I'm a young and I see this shit and I bleed this shit. Can't tell me a damn thing until you plead the fifth. Yeah. I was like, but like, you know, I gotta put my new, yeah. my new spin on it. Okay, that's tough, that's tough, I like that. So, what are your inspirations when it comes to music? Is it your friends, family, celebrities, all the above, other ones, What what is it? It's all the above, really, because I'm, honestly, it's life in general. Okay. Like, the people that I pass, the, the relationships I have, <clears throat> whether that's past or present. Okay. Um, but as far as celebrities, my biggest inspiration is T-Pain. Hmm. And it's weird because I don't sound anything like him. It's just the fact that he, he was making R&B music that wasn't really R&B. It was just pushing that veil of like, this is what it should be. Or this is what it is, and this is what it should be. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to make it what I want it to be. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So let's get into the next question. What does making music mean to you? It's an expression. Um, 4 a.m. itself is an expression because it's an acronym. It's for a misfit. So... Anybody who ever really felt like they weren't, like, I guess, cared about enough or, you know, they couldn't get the baddest shorties, they couldn't, they couldn't um, kick it with the cool kids, like, yeah. this is the music that would, this is the vibe music, this is the music that you would play at, like, a gathering, your first gathering, you're like, oh, okay, well, I don't even know if people can really pull up, they hear vibes out. Yeah. They don't. They don't come. You know what I'm saying? They like it. It's all about. It's all about focusing on the things that you want to do, because I feel like we get a lot of things misconstrued in life. It's not about what this person wants or what this person says that they can do for you. 
what do you want in this space right here? That's what's going to bring people to you. That's what's going to make people gravitate towards you. Okay. So the music is an expression of myself. It's a, because I felt like for a long time, I was not that person that everybody wanted to come to or talk to or whatever. <sighs> so now I'm making the music that I wish I could have been making and doing, and doing, doing the things that I've always wanted to do. And I put that stuff in my music to show people you can still do those things. You yeah. can still get the bad shows. You can still you can still turn up at the party. You can still be whoever you want to be. For real, for real. Okay. Just be true to you. Makes sense, makes sense. So when it comes to music, what are the ups and downs of trying to become an artist that you think either everybody faces that you think like, you know, this is something every artist has gone through and specific ones that you have faced? Now, ups and downs. Too. Truthfully, we gonna go to we gonna go to the downs first. Okay. Because the downs be down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. But the biggest thing really usually is is money, right? So <clears throat> I seen this this quote. Um, the first two thousand dollars that you make. Or not two thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars that you make from music, you've made no money. Because if you think about it, I've spent roughly ten thousand dollars in into my music career. But it doesn't seem like I've spent that much money because I'm very I'm very you know, I came in here with champion sweats. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it, like money's not necessarily like this big wavering thing. I got to show everybody I got this money or whatever, whatever. And I'm not saying I got a bunch of money. I'm just saying I've invested this amount of money into my career. Mm-hmm. Because you got if you're doing stuff on your own, then you have to buy the studio equipment. Just my studio setup alone was like two racks. Mm-hmm. So, plus like the add-ins and plugins mm-hmm. and like upgrades on microphones and stuff like that. But we need to talk about that part. I'm talking about you going to the studio, getting promotion. Some promotions are hundred fifty to two thousand dollars to more than that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I I've spent probably about like I've spent probably about like five hundred in promotion. That's not a lot of money at all. We blow that away instantly. But I've been focusing more so on the craft itself, making sure that my voice sounds, oh, John, who is that? I don't even know, but we finna listen to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, just get that driving force of people just saying that this music is great. Is great. I'm about to add it to my favorites. I'm about to add him to my favorites so I can keep, keep track. That's why I don't drop as much because I'm so focused on making making the song. I got like three albums, like stored in my phone right now. I just haven't I haven't dropped them because it's not fitting yet. Okay. But um, that support, when the support is low, your morale is low. You get so focused on stuff being messed up and nobody really showing you the love that you feel like you deserve. Whatever, whatever. And then, well, let's just go. Let's just go to highs. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm, I ain't trying to depress nobody. You know what I'm okay. saying? 
Alright, go ahead. But them, them ups are great. Like, again, towards the support, it's mm-hmm. beautiful. Like, I was out yesterday with my with my boy and his family. Um, shout out Omar HQ. You know what I'm saying? Check that YouTube out. Um, you know, I, sh- I was talking to his, his, um, his uh, uncles and stuff, and they were like, they wanted to hear my music, so he played my stuff on the speaker. And they was loving it, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's like it's a big Yeah. It's a big like confirmation I'm doing something that's right. Yeah. Then the biggest up for me when it comes to making music and putting that music out is performing. Okay. Seeing people's faces in the crowd, the screams, the you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm really a shy person. Like mm. I don't like being the center of attention a lot of the time. Oh. Um but when I'm on stage, it's like I'm not me no more. This is for you. This is okay. for the misfit. The lights, it gets me. It gets me going. Like you've seen some of my performances. Mm-hmm, yeah. It. Do I act like? It's crazy because you exactly, don't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't. I don't act like myself normally. Like I act like I, I'm this super confident person. I'm this mm-hmm. super like. I can do anything person when I'm on that stage, but like me just talking to you, I'm extremely insecure. Wow. It's a, I don't know, I don't know that's how I know I'm good for this. Okay, got you, that's true, so okay, what is your biggest struggle as an artist and why? My insecurity. Your insecurities? So mm-hmm. like what kind of insecurities do you have towards your music? A lot of the time, I didn't want to say like just simply insecurity is more so like mental health. Mm. So I'll start, like I'll feel good, be good for like weeks and weeks and weeks and months and whatever. But it's going to be a period that's like a few, a few weeks that's going to be terrible for me just up here. And I it's a lot sometimes and I'm just like I don't feel like doing nothing I don't even want to post no more you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying and the only way I can get interaction is if I post True. so you know it's a it's a give and a take um and then you know sometimes working with people that have different like um they have like extremely different like thought patterns. They're they're focused on, oh, I'm gonna be rich. I'm gonna be rich. I'm gonna be rich, off this music, bro. This is a long game. Mm-hmm. Like when when you see people are like, are moving at a different pace than you. Yes, it bothers you. It makes you feel like you're not doing enough. And believe me, I feel that. Con- I feel that constantly. But. My music is my music, it's not their music. You know what I'm saying? It's just like a, just showing people that you really want it. It's just like, it's hard to do because everybody's making music. Mm-hmm. So it just, it, it it gets more and more overwhelming sometimes. Okay. I feel that, I feel that. So what pushed you to like start pursuing this music like as Okay, this is something like I want to do in the future. Take it all the way. Dropping my first song on all platforms. Okay. 
it was it was crazy because I had I still had like fifteen songs already put on my own on my phone, saved in my hard drive and wherever. But I went to the studio that day and I went to the studio and I was just like I don't even know what I'm gonna do for real. Like I, mm -hmm. I ain't never been in the studio for real. I got in there and the dude, Joel Venom, that boy is cold. <laughs> but um I was doing the jump, he didn't have the auto tune on. And he was like, Did I put auto tune on this? I was like, I don't think so. He was like, Why does your voice sound like it matched it perfectly already though? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm 19 at the time. I'm just like, all right. But it just, it was just like then showing people that I could make music and then coming to ECU and seeing people who was already making music already on the stage. I'm like, yo, that's wild. I didn't even know that was a possibility. Yeah. Then I hopped on stage the first time and then somebody told me it was at the, um, at the first open mic night mm -hmm. when we first got here. It was like, I don't think that's his song. And there's a point in the song where I cut it out on purpose to, um, so that you could hear my voice. Hmm. And I did it, and it was like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was great. Cool. It was great. So it, it, those were some of the things that made me just, yeah, I got to do this so I could show people. Okay, that's cool. So what artist inspires you the most to make music? T-Pain. T-Pain. But, but Bryson Tiller, there's so many people, number one, that I want to work with, mm -hmm. it, it doesn't make any sense. But as far as people that inspired me, um, I would say, like I said, T-Pain, then there was a, there was a commercial when I was like six, mm -hmm. that showed me, like it was like, um, no, I was like 10, 11, something like that. Mm -hmm. um, and it was like, if it was like, um, somebody was playing a song, I think it was Charlie Wilson, he was playing a song on, um, or playing a tune in the background, and it was like rising. And then he was tapping his finger. And I was like, Am I tripping or does anybody else hear that sound? You know what I'm saying? My my grandma was sitting down, she heard me talking about I'm like, I'm so I'm watching the TV, I'm like, I'm hearing the sound. And I'm just bopping my head to <laughs> And he's like, and on the TV, while he's doing the interview, he's like, Now, there's some people out here, like that's watching this right now, they can hear this tune. And then it was rising more and more and more. And it was like if you can hear that, you're destined to make music. You have the ear of a musician. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, I'm destined. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's a bunch of people. Like, that was just one little story. I'll be talking for a long time. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> that but, good. Yeah, T Pain, Bryson Tiller. Recently, Lucky Day. Okay. That man is cold. Yeah, he is. I like him a lot. Okay. So, let's get into who you want to work with, whether it's locally and or mainstream artists. Yeah. Like, locally, I want to work with Deuce again. 
Okay. Um, because our song definitely went crazy. Um, I want to work with I want to work with Glock Boy LA because whenever I'm on like hard trap vibes, I know for a fact he would go crazy. Okay. Um, clap for the same reason. He he's a um, he's a group he's a rapper in the two five two. I don't know if you you heard him. I don't think so. That boy Cole, a cold white boy, say <laughs> like that. Um, then Cool Bro Joe definitely. Because he, you you seem like his own um, his dancing. Yeah, like I've seen that. Yeah, he makes music too. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. That man is cold, bro. Like, and then like most of most of other people in in um that's like local for me is mm-hmm. like people from, you know, um not necessarily back home but like near there. Like my boy um Kolo Nassim. Um, he's that's that's my brother. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then my boy um, Nate, cause he's 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 cold. He's he's vicious with it. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. But mainstream. Yes. T Pain. <laughs> T Pain. Okay. T Pain, of course. Like I said, I know I keep repeating myself, but T Pain, Bryson Tiller, um, and there's also another girl that's um, that's uh. Well, not she's local. She's in um, she's in Charlotte. Um, Aisha Nicole. I is that the one you showed me? Yeah. That one time we was talking. Yeah. Okay. She is cold, like, and she reminds me of Janae Aiko. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely want to work with with those people I I name for locally. But T Pain, uh, Bryson Tiller, Lucky Day, Janae Aiko. Um, Kaylani, I could go down this list for Brent Fayez. Brent, Brent Fayez. What's that man name? I want to work with Drake, honestly. Drake? I do. I would love to. I feel like it would be great. Okay. That's good. That's good. So, like, let's say you got the one song. Who are you? What mainstream artists would you? have featured on there mm-hmm. you only get two only two Damn. and then same for your locally artists that Me you mm-hmm. so hmm. start locally and then go mainstream locally real talk i like i like my r&b vibes a lot mm-hmm. so i would say Aisha Nicole. Okay. Because I feel like we would make a really good song. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I need I need I need more. I need more like R and B dudes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I would put I would put either Deuce or Cool Bro Joe on any of them tracks. But definitely, for that for that vibe, like the R and B vibe, it would be my boy Kilo Nasim, okay. because with the way that he raps, honestly, hundred percent, I feel like he's a better rapper than me, yeah. because his his lyrics hit hard. I can make those hard hitting lyrics, but I'm a vibe person. Like as long as the vibe ma- matches, 
mm-hmm. I can I can give you any song. You know what I'm saying? But if I'm doing like a R&B song, it would be me, Khalil, and Aisha Nicole. It would be called. Okay. It would be amazing. Right. Um, mainstream. Mainstream. So you get two features. Kaylani and Janae. Not even T-Pain? I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. I know how to say his name a couple of times. <laughs> so Kaylani but, and Janae. Yeah, because okay. you've listened to my music, right? Yeah, I have. So, sex tape. If I make it gets Kalani vibes though, that's what it does. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if I if I made one crazy sexual R and B song, who better to put on, on the track than them two? That's true. Because Kalani gonna be what? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She, gonna, she gonna be on there and then she and then Janae gonna hit that on the way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's gonna be crazy and I'm gonna hit that <laughs> Something. I might I ain't gonna lie, I'm a I might fangirl. I ain't gonna lie to you. And like they come into the studio and they be like like hey, um, we looking for four AM. That's me. <laughs> Why are you looking for me? Okay, I feel like that'd be though. lit though. It would be it would be a vibe. Okay. So have your um friends and family impacted you when it comes to making music? Yeah. If so, how? Was it positive? Was it negative? Both? Well, it's like, uh, mostly it's all positive. Okay. At the good. beginning, it was like, how is this going to work? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, you so, you're so smart, you're smart as whatever, whatever, but you could be a doctor, but you want to make music. Yeah. Why? Because I like to create, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like there's more power in creativity, but um, my mom, at first, I showed her sex tape, and she was like, you know what I'm saying? She was like, boy, what you know about this? Like, <laughs> yeah, okay. You know? Mm-hmm. It's, but she's mad supportive. My mom. My brother... My brother loves my music. He just and my brother like listens to more like he listens to like uh like uh rock and like that was actually like one of my first genres of listening to music was rock. Um uh well, you know, like funk rock and you know, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying. My brother loves Jimi Hendrix, okay. and like <clears throat> he loves like like anime OSTs and stuff like that. So if you don't really you don't really listen to rap, okay. but every time I see him a song, he'd be like, "Yo, this is tough." I'm like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, that's cute." Yeah. Okay, so let's get into your dream performance. Where is it at? Who is on you? So you're gonna go. Where is going to be at what's the name of the performance Mm -hmm. and um, who's your opener Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, that's tough who is so you have two artists performing with you 
and then you have a closer. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm gonna need you to tell me them okay. like after I do. All right. So first so, one is where is it at? Where is it at? Madison Square Garden. Okay. Okay. Mm. You know how many seats that joint fill up? What? All right. It's like twenty thousand, thirty thousand seats. Okay. So now, what is the theme? Like, what's the name of the? It's the Midas concert? Tour. The Midas Tour. Yes, okay. Sir. All right, all right. Now, who is your opener? Opener? I ain't gonna lie to you. No cap. Okay. That man is cold, boy. That man is cold. Either, eh, dang, now I'm thinking about it. Because I'm more vibes about, yeah, no cap. Okay. He would be cold because he give you the, he give you the, the street vibes and then he give you the, the real just chill, like, back vibes, too. Got you, got you. So now the two artists that are performing with you. It could be locally or mainstream. Yeah, I want to take my boys to the top, for real. You know what I'm saying? Because if I'm if I'm there, they definitely gonna be there. So, because I'm already gonna have my entourage, so. We just gonna we just gonna say that my boys and my entourage they you know what I'm saying they they on the stage with me mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying but if I can if I can bring out somebody it'll be Drake for sure just because I know he's gonna get the crowd super hype because mm-hmm. soon as soon as the Lover Boy comes on stage it's gonna be raps mm-hmm. they're gonna be like oh my god how do you know him that's mm-hmm. gonna drive my streams up more you feel me. Not saying I would use him for that, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying yeah. it's, it's a natural. Drake naturally does numbers. Exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, I feel like I, w- I want somebody that would give me, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, w- I, would, I would bring out either. Kaylani. She gives a show. Okay. She gives a show, bro. I agree with that one. Okay. Now you're closer. They end in the concert. Snow Allegra. Hmm. Yeah. Because she has she has a a vibe. I would love to work with her too. Because she she's just cold. Like the snow labor. She gonna she gonna calm the crowd down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then at the end, I'm gonna come back out and I'm gonna be like, one last song. Yeah. I'm gonna go crazy. And then as soon as they calm down, they hype right back up. They gonna leave on a high note. Okay. I like that. I like that. So now, what does a typical day look like for you as an artist? I'm chilling with today. Chilling for real. Okay. I write constantly, whether that's not like a, whether that's me uh, writing a song or writing poetry, mm-hmm. um, or just writing down my thoughts for a day because I cannot focus. Like, I ain't gonna lie to you, I think I might have ADHD, but I don't focus at all unless I'm writing something. And I can't type and, I can't like type and talk at the same time. Okay. 
So I'm definitely always writing something. That's the only way I can really focus. And then, you know, after that, playing with beats and trying to figure out whatever whatever's going on with that. Then I'm on TikTok for probably about like three hours for no reason. Just scrolling. Okay. And then I find new trends and I'm like, oh okay, maybe I can maybe I can do something with that and put my music into it. Then I record for probably about like two hours. It's usually a daily thing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, you know, get up, brush your teeth, set the shower and all that, but we talking about creative stuff now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, All right, now last question. So, what advice would you give to upcoming artists? Be yourself. Don't try to like if you know that you you know you want to fit into this wave. I guess do that, but you need to find your own wave. Mm. Like, I don't fit into nobody's category of artist. I don't fit. I don't fit specifically into hip-hop, I don't fit into rap, definitely don't fit into mumble rap, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. it's really hard to box me in, <clears throat> and I don't fit into R&B, like, all the way, because I'm still, I'm, men- I'm melodically rapping, but I don't melodically rap like everybody, Okay. so just make sure that you, that this is actually what you want to do as well, because you gonna get very, very, very discouraged at the first shoot. I'm two years in. I just realized that I thought I was three years in. I'm not. I'm two years in. But just realize that this if this is actually what what you want to do, you you network. You see who you see who really has your best interests at heart, and. You make sure this is actually something that you want to do because it's not for the faint heart. You will get discouraged. You will be depressed. You will be upset a lot of the time. Sometimes, mostly at yourself, to be honest with you. Because why is my music? Why is my music already charting? Yeah. You gotta look at it. What have you done for it to chart? Okay, that's good. That's good. Well, that is the end of the podcast, y'all. We do appreciate you, Thank you. coming on here. Thank you. Before we end it, what is one song of yours that you want everybody to listen to? That really describes you as an artist, as a whole. So I recently dropped that project, uh, Wave Tape Volume mm-hmm. 1. Um, and the most streamed song, the most liked song is the song Dulce. Mm-hmm. which has some Spanish influence because I love Spanish music. I love uh, Latin pop. I love, like, you know what I'm saying? You feel me? I love all of that. And I'm Jamaican, so any, like, all-world music always, like, speaks to me. But, yeah, I was speaking Spanish in that song. So, yeah, definitely hit up, um, hit up Apple Music and look up wave tape listen to the whole thing for real for real because mm-hmm. I need them streams so I can make the money <laughs> um but yeah Dulce and then you know I got that I got that thing coming out mhm you do you do in, in, in December 
yeah, and we'll be talking about that around that time. So stay tuned for that for sure, for sure. Yes, sir. I forgot there's not a camera here, so I'm pointing at nothing. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, that is the end of the podcast. Really appreciate you for coming on here and stay tuned. Bye. See you.